0: Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to season 2, episode 4 of the Ram Report. Hey, Amen. Season 2, episode 4. We are back. We I me.
1: Mean.
0: Hey. Listen, listen. Right coordination. We we don't ever plan this. We got our own line, but we in here with the Nike check short. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, got short. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, Ahh, yeah, yeah, Ahh, yeah, you know, yeah, and we ain't plans. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this is how we roll, man. Great minds, take alike. life. Um, quick call to action, make sure y'all subscribe, uh, comment, rate, do all that stuff. YouTube, iTunes, we we everywhere. So we need y'all to show us that love. Uh we got we got a good topic for y'all today, man. Uh we gonna jump right into it. So what we wanna talk about today is playing hard. Say it again, playing hard. The number one reason players should play hard even if you don't want to. And we got two things to spin off of that. Um, The first one is labeling, right? Mm. So if you do or don't play hard and you play the game of basketball, you will be labeled. Right? So we're gonna talk about the downside of not playing hard and being labeled. So I'm you know what I'm saying, do my little shimmy shake, tween tween, no look, pass to my co-host and simmons let him take it away. What's going on, y'all
1: man? Glad to be back. Once again, Coach Anthony Simmons. Underscore Coach Simmons underscore on Instagram. Yeah, um but it. really man, um today man, um want to kind of tell you guys about start talking about the things that you don't pay attention to and you don't understand the stuff that's beneath the surface and so this message today especially for the players and um I always like comparing things to something so let's compare it to school and Mm -hmm. a teacher or student or anything like that but really man it just goes into labels so where we're going with this is what you guys don't understand is There's a cost to doing what you want, when you want, when you're working towards something. I'm going to say it again. There's a cost for doing what you want to do, when you want to do it, when working for something. So what I mean by that is you can't turn it on and off like a light switch. What you don't understand is this going Division One thing that everybody is caught up on is 100% a business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you think it's about playing basketball. For the major parties involved, especially the high majors, you know what I'm saying? This is 100% business. Like, I ain't even gonna disrespect the mid-major a little bit. Division One basketball is 100% business. College basketball, period, is 100% business. Like, people pay to come see you play. People get hired and fired. Like, there's a lot of things that go into that. Right. So the guys that play have to be worthy. They have to earn it. This guy may get a scholarship over you because he simply know how to behave and you don't. This guy may get a scholarship because of you because his GPA is higher than yours isn't. This guy making a scholarship because of you, because he's taller than you. He making a scholarship because of you, because the he's his dad is a friend of the coach. It's a lot of different things that go into this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a, it's bigger than just, yo, know, I'm going to go out here and jog and hoop. But I don't want to get too far away from the topic. the main thing of it is is labels. So just like in your school, I'm pretty sure at your school, y'all know the kids that are a class clown, that are a head case. Or you know that bad teacher that everybody flunks, or that teacher that's not gonna get you get let you get away with anything. It's the same way, if not worse, in the um, college game uh, for a high school who's trying to transition to college. I'm going to speak on this because I know personally three situations to which I can't speak about in which this took place. So, like perfect example, say for instance you're playing a tournament, mm-hmm. all right. And you decide to take these two games off, but there's a scout there, or there's a coach there that knows other coaches, and this is the one that kills you the most. When they write this or they say this, he just doesn't
0: play hard enough. <laughs> let me let me jump in. Let me jump in. So that that me me and Ann have this conversation often because. From my perspective, a lot of times, that comes from people who've never played the game, right? So, and that's, that's not really, I'm not throwing shade. Uh, you know, it's, it's all love, it's all respect. But, you know, when you don't have a history of playing or have never played at any level, you say general statements that can make or break a kid, especially depending on what position you're in. Right, mm-hmm. and and if even though you haven't played, but you've been around the sport for thirty years, people will take your word for for what it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, saying they don't play hard, but not really being specific, can kill a kid. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I I'd be lying if I say I wasn't guilty of it too. But you know, it's 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 a journey. You're always learning. You're always listening. You're always trying to do better especially if you have a passion about something. But I just wanted to just touch on, like, that's something that you players have to face because that's just the way it is, and it will always be that way. You have people out there that will say he just doesn't play hard. And so let
1: me tell you to piggyback on Ray and get back to my point. Um, let's go deeper. So what Ray means by that is this. If a college coach – or somebody that knows a college coach or a scout says you doesn't play, don't play hard, if one person says that, in a matter of a month, 35 people could know that easily. Mm-hmm. But this is the crazy part. You may not know that. You may never know that. <laughs> you may never know that this is the reason why your phone's not ringing. Now, let me go deeper. This is why you can't get in your feelings because you'll never think about it like this. Making it to the highest level in basketball is an opinion-based potential game. I'm gonna say it again. Making it to the highest level in basketball is opinion-based. The people that are granted, that have access, that are known as the chosen ones, that can help you skip these levels or hurdles, it's all about you having their blessing and their opinion of you mm-hmm. being a certain thing. I, You know and I know guys that are Division I that are not better than guys that play Division II. But somebody else's opinion felt like it was, so that's why they're there. You see what I'm saying? So this is why it doesn't work when you don't listen, when you do what you want to do. Because when you do what you... The second you choose to do what you want to do is the second your career starts going this way. Right. Because ultimately, you have to make somebody's opinion change. You have to make people that don't know you become fans of you. Your coach has to become a fan of you in order to get playing time. Right. Your coach has to become a fan of you in order to put your information out there. A scout has to become a fan of you. Other coaches have to become a fan of you, not just one aspect of your game. Every aspect of your game. Bucket real, my guy. Tony Bruno talks about it all the time in his stories Shout out about to the their people's behavior and all these other things that you don't know. Basketball player uh, during the day, gangbanger at night. You know what I'm saying? Right. Clean pee during the day. 30 p.m. night. You know what I'm saying? He talks about those things all the time. It's like, yo, you're a hooper from three to five. You hefe from 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 nine from nine to the to a.m. Bro, like it doesn't work like that. But let's get back to the same point. They said to throw some humor out there, I You feel know me? You know what I'm saying? You got the faded ash and watch Kellen I had on. You see Kellen in blue, faded navy. You know what I'm saying? But no, we back, we back, we back. My fault. So, fellas, this is what I need you to understand. That's what I need you to understand. Basketball is a game that you have to prove something every day. Life is a game where you have to prove something every day. That's why when you hear the people talk about the greatest players, they talk about them being great people first, and that transitioning them to being great players. What you have to understand, and this time I'm gonna piggyback and throw it the raid. What we get to is consistency is the game. Not this, not up and down, not round and round. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to understand that what the AAU coach is saying and and, and other people's opinion that's older than you, you have to start really thinking and listening to that. Even if that person is wrong, you know why? Because basketball is an opinion-based Sport. When if you want to make it to the NBA, you got to play in between in front of 30, 32, 33, 34 NBA scouts, and you have to change their opinion about you. They may see you and not like you. They may see you in a woman. That's why you always have to be on your best behavior. The way you walk off the court matters. The way you run the court matters. The way you react to a call matters. The way you cheer for a teammate matters. The way you foul, the way you shoot, the way you jab step, the way you rip, the way you fake. Every aspect of the game matters. The way you wear your uniform matters. Whether you're the number one player in the country or the worst player in the country, your ass can get replaced. Because basketball is a game where you can be the number one player in the country in the eighth grade. A kid you don't know that's in the eighth grade, too, that's never that nobody's never seen. Once again, opinion-based. Also, scouts choose to see who they want to look at and who they don't want to look at. They choose who they want to put out, and they choose who they don't want to put out. So, back to my point. You can be number one player. This guy works. You chilling, eating box pizza at school, drinking milk, floating out the school with your friends, not working on your game. All of a sudden, y'all meet at a camp, random place. He cook you, head up, take your confidence. All of a sudden, now he's there. Like, you always have to constantly look in front and behind. It's like on the court. You always have to constantly be aware. Yep. The same life skills apply to basketball. But what you have to understand is, your opinion doesn't matter. Or your homies. What you think working hard is doesn't matter. You have to continue to work until somebody tells you you're working hard. Then, once one person tells you, you have to make two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. My homeboy, my homeboy, uh, King James, man, now nah, what now? Nah, uh, when you gonna cook for me, James. He got the cutoff, he got the pineapples with the uh with, with, with the shrimp and that thing. Came through with the seafood. My man like that, man. He Yo. everywhere. He got the food truck now. Yo, it's that. a it's a quote he put out there all the time, I man. Nobody cares. Work harder, bro. Nobody cares. It, it, like, that's what it is, man. Like, it never stops. You chose a sport where it never stops. So what I want you to take out of this long thing, out of this long rant. While passing the rate, basketball is an opinion based game. It is your job to prove doubters, haters wrong. It is your job to get the attention of coaches, scouts, other players, competitors. The way you do that is by listening, never turning the switch on and off, and understanding this constantly has to be a chip on this shoulder. It's never about what you think. Somebody has to say that you are this in order to let you in the door. Stop hating on them and blame them and bust your ass. That's what you have to do. That's what this is about. So when the next time your are coach talking, listen. Because guess what? I guarantee you his basketball network bigger than yours. Mm. I guarantee you that. You think cause you know, scoop balling them from around the corner, that that's cool then people can't pick up a phone for you. This game is a business. How many people do you know can pick up a phone and and change your life and put you in that situation? Mm -hmm. If if the people you around can't pick up the phone and get a coach on the phone, if they can't get a coach to notice you, then that's not the person you need to be around for your career. And players, understand, the reason why your phone may not be ringing is because of a reason you don't know. You could be labeled. Coaches could be talking. Mm -hmm. Think about your behavior. Think about how you attack the game. Think about what you've been doing the last two or three years. Think about all them attitudes. All them times you mumble under your breath, cuss people out. That shit comes back. All that shit comes back. All them tantrums you threw. You never considered who was in the gym looking at you. That may be the first and last time they looked at you. You know why? Because your first impression is everything. Just like in real life. Just like off the court. Yep. How you present yourself. Once again, man, understand, man. It ain't about you.
0: It's about what other people think about you. Right. And and, and I got... I'll be the first to tell y'all, I hate perception. I hate it. Like with a passion. like Because what somebody else thinks of you should not matter. And ultimately, it doesn't, right? What really matters is what you feel about you and how you go about your life. But if you want to be in this business of basketball, like Ann said, other people's opinions matter. And there's a couple of things that you said that I wanted to throw out there, right? Like your friend's opinions, right? Like, or, you know, you know, the guys around, like there's somebody... That you'll run into, especially in this area, that are be like, yo, I bust Dennis Smith Jr.'s ass. Boof. Right. And guess what? They, get it, get it, get it. They very, get it, get it. I, I, they very well may have. Boof. But guess what? He's at the pinnacle. <laughs> You're here telling me the story. You know what I mean? So it's like, again, what do you want to listen to? What do you want to focus on? If your homies is hyping you and they're telling you how good you are and where you should be, and that's the only people telling you, then you might want to switch out where you hang your hat. You know what I mean? Like you might want to be around some people that that, that you know is going to tell you the truth, you know, or somebody that's going to challenge you. Um, but like Ann said, man, what way I want to take that is consistency, right? So attitude and behavior is everything. But guess what? Because you are playing the game, you don't know who's watching, that means you have to have that consistency on all the time. Because you never know. People, people have no idea that I'm a high school basketball scout. None. Sometimes people have no idea when a college coach is in the stands. And like, they ain't playing clothes, too. Playing clothes. Not everybody comes with the logo on the shirt or the or the polo shirt. Sometimes they come just like this. In a t-shirt and some shorts. And you have no idea. Like Ann said, all it takes is that one time for them to see you play lackadaisical or not giving it your all or having an attitude or rolling your eyes. And you're done. They don't have. See, here's the reason why you don't really get a second chance, because there's too many players out there. They don't have the time to constantly come back and forth and check up on you to see if you improve, even if you do have all the talent in the world. Now, there's some leeway, right? Like, if you if you, if you nice, if you a five-star, they'll come check you out regardless of whatever bad habits you have. But guess what? That five-star still works at a point where he was ranked a five-star. But guess what, a five-star?
1: I'm. We're not even going to let you get out of this shit either. i uh, get him. Because, perfect example, Jalen Hans was a five-star. Mm-hmm. that Pond this year. See what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to catch up. It's always going to catch up to you. I know a lot of top, top 100 guys may not have caught up to you in the first round of college. I mean, your first year of college, but they catch up to you your first year in the league. Now you're not playing in the pro, you're playing in the G League. Now you're not playing in G League, you're playing overseas. It never stops. There's always somebody looking to be better than you. There's always somebody looking to put you down. So unless you develop,
0: you're never good enough. Man, one more. Like one, one moment, you could be riding that wave as a five-star. Trayvon Duvall, perfect example. Next, next minute, everybody, everybody got an opinion. Oh, he shouldn't have did this. Oh, he shouldn't have did that. He should have assessed the situation better. He should have. Like, nobody was saying this when he was a five-star. Nobody was saying this when he was on the underarm certain coming down the lane, putting body bags on people. Everybody thought he was the next thing smoking. One, one subpar slash bad season, and everybody was like, oh, Boo. He should have did X. He should have did Y. He should have like nobody. So, that point goes to never stop working on your game. But back to the consistency, man. Like I, I just I preach that to a lot of kids I come in contact with. Because I, I like some of these other people have the privilege to see them multiple times, and sometimes I see the flashes where they could be good, where they could be really good, but then I see the other aspect where they don't bring it. You know, it, it, they have some type of excuse. And what I try to tell them is excuses don't matter. Right. Like, you know, like like what we were just talking about this being a business. If you have a potential or the potential and somebody picks up the phone for you and tells a coach, yeah, you got to come see this kid. You're not going to necessarily know that. The coach will come, he'll watch you. you, you know, the sun won't be shining bright that day or it'll be, you know, an extra cloud in the sky or two or something was going on and you don't show up. Now you not only look bad, but the person who vouched for you looks bad. So you're mess, you messing up business for everybody. And here's the thing. Consistency doesn't mean you need to go out and drop 40 points every time you play. Consistency means that you show some aspects of your game that you help your team win. Some aspects of your game where you're showing that you're always giving your all. Some aspect of your game where you're a cheerleader for your teammates. Are you a leader? Are you uplifting? Do you do what it takes to win? Those are the things that really matter when it comes to consistency. Everything else will play out. You know, because... Help me out here. You can have a bad shooting game, right? If somebody, like, if 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 I'm a college coach and somebody called me and was like, yo, you got to come see this kid, Ann Simmons. The boy got a gun. I'm like, I right, bet. I'll be there. The next game I come, you got a bad shooting game. There will be aspects that I look at that regardless of whether he shoots 8 for 8 or 2 for 16, that will still make me feel like, yeah, I can see it. Now, let's
1: talk about those aspects. Those aspects are where the eight shots you took good shots, mm. where you where where you let the ball come to you and you move without the ball and you got it. Alright. How do you move off the ball? Can he are you just a spot up shooter? Can you shoot it off a curl? Can you shoot it off a flare? Can you shoot it off the dribble? Do you have balance in your shot every time? Is there confidence? Can you get it off? Do you have range? It's never just the top level. It's never just the surface. It's a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. Do you get discouraged after you miss two shots? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Does your face change? Do you drop your head? Good God, I hate that. Like, that's the difference, man. Like, that's the difference. Like, you got to continue shooting the whole game. Perfect example. Game three, NBA Finals, Steph Curry. Perfect example. 0-4-11. Still took the same shots. Dropped his head a couple times to to shake his head. But he was thinking about mechanics. All right, left, right, instead of third. The biggest three they needed. Bye! Bye! Right. That's it. Right. Right. Feel me? Feel me? Like, that's what it is, man. So it's just like, there's a way about everything. But guess what? The Remy is going to tell you. Mm. We're going there. We're going there. We're going to
0: teach you guys how to play. Right, because, I mean, we, we, we can't just speak about it. We got to be about it. You know what I'm saying? We already got the light-skinnedness against us. You know what I mean? So we, we got to show them that we we know what we're talking about. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like, yo, the hanging at the head is the worst one. Again, that's attitude, right? Confidence, you know, that takes leadership. You know, you should not. If you miss or you have a bad shooting game, that doesn't. That should not dictate you having a bad game. Should not. But for a lot of you kids, it does. And, and, the, and with, with the sad part about that to me, and is they sit here and watch these guys at the other levels, in the collegiate level, in the NBA level. Like, you don't see Steph or LeBron or Clay or any of those guys hang their head after. It's part of the game. You're not going to make every shot unless you get hot like Clay did at one time where he had like 70. But, or Devin Booker. But it, it, it's, it's part of the game, man. And part of your characteristic, part of who you are is how do you bounce back from missing a shot? Consistency, man. And, and like well, another thing that Ann that touched on that I want to touch so is like the, the you never knowing part. That shit, it kills me. Because, you know, I think the other end of the spectrum is how are you supposed to get better if you don't know? Right? First part is one, listen to your coaches. And if you if if you feel like everything you say is wrong, you're in the wrong position. But we'll talk about that another time. But listen to the people who are, who you have in your life. And if you feel like they're not telling you the right stuff, change your circle. But I I know personally of a handful of players that got killed because a scout told them and said XYZ. Uh, assistant, college coach saw them and said X Y Z. Their own high school coach told the college coach. Now that this, this this happens, their own high school coach will say the phrase they just talked about. He's good, but he just doesn't play hard. And before we 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 jump into the spotlights and everything, I want to I want to dive a little bit into what it means. To play hard, and it, I think it's a it's a blanket statement. It if you're somebody who's been around the game long enough, who has wisdom on the game, you should be able to follow that. What? Well, tell me what you mean by that. Explain to me what he doesn't do that puts him in that category. Does he not play hard at all? Because if a high school coach is telling that to a college coach, the first thing college coach would say was, well, why is he on your team? Right? Am, am I wrong? Like, why do you have this player? Nah, but honestly, a college coach is not going to say that because
1: it's a screening. So if you're a high school coach and you tell your college, and you tell a college coach he doesn't play hard, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Like, he's not going to, like, he, he's calling you to hear about it. Like, that's Got the thing you. that yep. kids don't understand it's like, not college, like we had to talked about it in season one, like college coaches when they call about a player, man, they could be calling 45 kids that day. Like it, yeah. it's a sense of entitlement right. and people be thinking like, oh, he really recruited me. Yo, dude, you're constantly competing. Ain't nobody giving you shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he call your phone one time, you feel extra special. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing like when I compare it to to relationships, the high school relationships, like, you know, like a college coach is not gonna really pry like that unless you seem, be like, unless you're really like that. So just like, it's once again, like the kids gotta come educated because some, like some coaches, like perfect example, like it's an opinion thing. Some coaches, the same coaches that may say, you don't play hard. Has that coach ever taught you how to play hard? Mm. Is that coach system a scrappy system? Right? Does he put you in situations to show that? So once again, it's opinion, man. Right? It's opinion based. That's why, like, we talked about in the previous episodes is, like, kids got to educate themselves on what it is to play basketball. Like, it's almost like y'all ain't never researched the game on your own and you're just looking for all these people to tell you all these different things and you never looking for it for yourself. Like, somebody telling you to cross the street and you're just going to cross that shit. Like, you're not even going to look.
0: Ah, 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 smack. Boom. Damn, look both ways, bro. But, I mean, man where you going especially now with all the access that y'all have like anything you want to find is on the internet bro and all of y'all got cell phones uh so there's really no excuse at this point man but we gon' we can go on about this for hours man uh we going we gonna leave it there for y'all I hope y'all paying attention I hope y'all listening I hope y'all really absorbing the knowledge that we give it to y'all because it can really change your life if you are serious about this game um with that being said, man, I'm going to swing into the spotlight player. Um, you got one? I got one. I one. think you might have the same one. All right. All right so I'm going to go with uh rising sophomore, 6'7", Dontre Styles. Okay. Out of Kinston High School. Um, plays uh, AAU for Stackhouse Elite. Um, the kid has all the tools, man, like... Again, six seven. I think he still might be growing too. Um so, Kingston tough man. Yeah. The crib. So you already you already know what kind of product he's coming he's gonna turn out to be because of what, what that area produces. Um uh, but Swiss Army knife out there. I mean, soft touch around the basket, uh plays hard, does all the little things, rebounds, boxes out, um, soft touch, um, free throw line extended. Um, and he can knock down the three. And he can play above the rim. I mean, the kid, the kid is showing so much potential. He's still young, so I can't grant him the world, right? But uh, I think he's gonna be well on his way, and I, I think soon he will be a North Carolina high school household name, and uh, he's gonna definitely. Yeah, make that is what happened this year, fam. Yeah, and he's gonna make some noise nationally. Um, so yeah, that I, I want to show him some love, man. Make sure, like, make sure you're not one of these statistics that we talk about on the Rammy keep working uh make me look good uh make me look like I know what I'm talking about you keep shining shout out to you man oh shout out to Bruton again um be sure like I don't I don't know anybody else who showed as much love to Eastern North Carolina kids as my guy from too, for the crib uh, and That's Bruton, man. shout out
1: to you um for me uh, I'm gonna go back to my original one um basically what we talked about today, you know what I'm saying? I want you to take it to heart. But my spotlight player if it is in this message. Basically the two is to six six senior Jordan Love uh, Voyager Academy. You know what I'm saying? Um where I'm the head coach. You know what I mean? Honjo. You know what I'm saying? Nothing too serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh yeah man um Jordan six six um he had a few offers um but he's reclassing in twenty nineteen um, he's going to Beckley Prep um, in West Virginia, where I think he's gonna blow up. Um, Jordan has all the tools. Um, he can shoot it. He can handle it. Um, IQ is smart. You know what I'm saying? Smart player. Um, bouncy. You know what I'm saying? Has the body. Has the look. It's just for Jordan now. It's just about putting together consistent games, man. Yeah. And just attacking. And just attacking people every game, Jordan. That's 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 all it's about for you, man. Um, I feel like you're growing now. I'm at a a high rate each and every day. I feel like you're hungry. I feel like you're going after it, man. And you're one of those guys that, you know, under the radar. Mm -hmm. But three years from now, like, literally the Jerome Robinson, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what I kind of see. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, going, taking this prep year, you know what I'm saying? Like, really getting stronger, really focusing on that, focusing on your body. You know what I'm saying? And just letting your teeth come out a little bit more Mm -hmm. and then just... Purposely finishing on cats. Well, like this year, like this year, went to South Carolina. Like I gotta see if we can get the clips of why I'm shouting you out. But he jumped over a kid this year. Like the Vince Carter joint. Like the Vince Carter. Um, he jumped over a kid baseline. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One fall. But yeah, um, Love jumped over, jumped over a kid. I um, decided to highlight. You see me on the bench. See me on the bench, bugging, but like, yeah, man. Um, I mean, he got it, man. Durham, it's the one the only time I do this because <laughs> I'm from Raleigh, so never again. But love, man, you my guy, you know that, man. Love you to death, man. Birthday was June 21st, a day before mine, so that's my guy, man. But yo, spotlight player, joy, love, Voyager Academy. The tradition continues. The V is what we do. I got a stud. Yeah. Three years You're gonna hear my man I'm telling you now We about to put him in the cut He coming out As the cyber predator You know yep. what I mean The Terminator You know what I'm saying <laughs> He'll be back All of that You know what I'm saying What episode is this Ray This is episode four This is episode four It's Sunday We about to go celebrate You know Do our thing We out Y'all out of here The Ramy Five coming soon Jordan love Mmm Mmm <laughs>
0: Out. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking us out, man. This is one half of the Ram Report. Ray Masonette, just wanted to give y'all a quick reminder. Make sure y'all hit us up on social media. we on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, but also, make sure y'all give us that five-star rating, man. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Drop a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Again, we do it for y'all, so we definitely want to make sure that interaction piece is there. So uh, go ahead and drop that comment rate. Give us that five-star rating. Yeah.